0: It's Pastor Core Jakes Coleman, and you are watching The Potter's Touch. Sometimes you just need some encouragement and you can't get it for yourself. You have to go to someone else. The Bible says there is safety in a multitude of counsel. How wonderful is it that our bishop has decided to be counsel for you today? I pray that you find safety in this message, but more importantly, I pray you find the encouragement that you need. Take a look and see what the bishop has for us today.
1: That's what makes God say, you're my friend. When you can stand there broke, busted and disgusted and tell the realtor, I'm going shopping for a house, God says, you're my friend. Y'all don't hear what I'm talking about when you can lay hands on your own kidneys and command them to function god says you're my friend if you can see the invisible you can do the impossible god says you are my friend because you didn't stagger at the promise and you dared to believe me for things that seem impossible glory to god and you're living as a result of your faith in god Every time I look, cast my eye over the corner and I look at you, I remember you with that neck brace all around your neck, up in the hospital, body all twisted, doctors saying we don't know how things are going to be, and he's laying up in the hospital when I got there, and he said, I'm going to be all right, Bishop. I mean, faith, you don't necessarily have to look at Abraham to see faith. There are some men in this room that the enemy tried to snuff them out, but they are here today as a testimony of God's faith in their life. Abraham believed God, he didn't stagger at the promise but he dared to believe that the unbelievable was possible. The inconceivable could be made tangible. The abstract could be made concrete. Abraham believed God and God blessed him. I'm wondering if there are any blessed men in the house. Oh, it ain't but 12 of them. I thought it might be more than that. I'm wondering if there's any blessed been through hell and I made it men in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah ain't it funny how anybody will want to marry you after you get your stuff together everybody winking and blinking at you now that you got a job everybody all up in your face because you got a car it's all shined up but you need somebody to believe god with you while you're riding a bicycle you need god oh y'all don't hear what i'm saying you need somebody to believe god with you when all hell is i wish i had some surviving men yeah, that are doing some things in this place Oh, yes. I am amazed at the people today who tell me every day what God told them, and God told me this, and God told me to tell you that, and God told me this this morning, I was drinking coffee, and God told me this, I was eating a donut, and God told me this, and told, told me to just get some more sugar out of the cabinet, and God told me to drink Kool-Aid for three days, and God's always talking to them every five minutes. I think they're loony i think they're loony i think they're loony because in the bible there were only a few times in the space of abraham's life that god spoke to him and they were at pivotal points in your life god doesn't run off at the mouth or chatter at the frivolities of men god didn't talk to hear himself speak because god's word has power and whenever god says something something is going to happen and when god speaks to you it'll take you a while to walk out the word he gave you last year some of you are still walking in the revelation of something god told you nine months ago <clears throat> occasionally not often occasionally god would call out of heaven to abraham abraham whenever god calls out of heaven, he interrupts human affairs, puts everything on hold. Abram. In fact, when God calls out of heaven, he would call your name twice. Abram, Abram. Whenever God calls your name twice, it's a sign of covenant. Moses, Moses, take off your shoes for the ground you stand on is Holy ground. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying to you. Joshua, Joshua, whenever God calls your name twice, it's a sign of covenant. Surely, surely, verily, verily, whenever God says it twice, it's a sign of covenant. In fact, David said, once has he spoken it, twice have I heard it. Power belongs to God. (laughs) <laughs> what David says is that it's not so much that God says it twice, is that when God shouts it in heaven, it echoes on earth. That's why we pray, thy will be done on earth, boom, boom, as it is in heaven. <laughs> That's why John said, my witness is in heaven and my record is on high. If it's mine in the heavenlies, it's mine in the earth realm. Moses, Moses, Abram, Abram, occasionally God would call Abram's name, arrest all human affair, invade our space and say, I'm getting ready to bring a change in your life. Have you ever had God disrupt your life? Oh, people used to tell me that if you just accept Christ, everything just goes smoothly. And brother, the only reason your life is in chaos is because you're not a Christian. And if you're ever born again Christian, God will smooth out all the rugged places and everything just goes fine. I don't know who they're serving, but the God I serve will disrupt your whole life. He'll scream out of heaven at you and arrest everything. Just when you got everything calm and fixed up the way you want it to be, and you think everything's gonna be all right, Hiram. Occasionally, God would call out of heaven to Abram. The one thing Abram had going for him was the ability to hear his God. He would hear God's means, get out of your country. Leave your crazy folks alone. I'm getting ready to sanctify you and set you apart. And your relatives are not gonna understand what I'm going to do in your life. Isn't it funny how you can be related to people who are not connected to you? God said, "Where well, I'm getting ready to take you. You can't take all of your friends and your running partners and your buddies. I'm getting ready to take you into a brand new dimension. Abraham left everything that was familiar to him walking toward the unfamiliar. Abraham, where are you going? I'm not exactly sure. Where are we going to stay? I really don't know. What city are you looking for? I don't know, but I'll know it when I get there. I'm looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. I'm looking to see something on the outside that looks like what I see on the inside. I see something on the inside that I'm not seeing on the outside, but I'm gonna keep on walking until I see on the outside what I have believed on, the Abraham had faith. (laughs) Now I wanna say to my brothers and sisters, If you look outside of your life and you don't see on the outside what God showed you on the inside, keep on walking, you're not there yet. Don't settle for a counterfeit, watered down, mediocre existence when God has promised you abundant supernatural blessings on the inside. You may go through it, but for God's sake, go through it. Don't get stuck in it. Keep on walking till you walk out of it. And you gotta be able to walk through something, something and say, this ain't it. This ain't it either. I know this ain't it. I may not know where it is, but I know where it ain't. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I know this is not it. I got to keep moving. all of his life for a child. He's now an old man. He's married to an old, wrinkled woman. It ceased to be with her after the manner of life, and out of her dead, barren, wounded, wrinkled womb, her breasts have deflated. All hopes of pregnancy is gone, and all of a sudden, she starts to get a flutter in her stomach because God does not look at your situation to determine how he's gonna bless you. In fact, God will bless you at moments in your life when everything around you says, this is the wrong time for me to be walking into this blessing, but the right time is when God says it's the right time and Abraham stepped into that blessing. My wife's mother had five children. My wife had five children. My mother had five children. Two of them died and three of them lived. All of them had five children. The child before me, in between my sister and I, died uh, before my mother could birth her. And the child after me was born dead. Her name was Marinette and she was born dead. And I was born in between two dead children. And the enemy tried to take me out, but I lived. My mother carried me in her arms, wouldn't set me down for a moment anywhere, because she was determined that the enemy wasn't going to take this child away, and all of the and love and drive that she would have put in those two of my siblings that died in between me she forced into me because she was a woman who had been through sorrow enough that when God finally did give her something she had an insatiable love for it isn't it funny how God knows how to put you in certain situations to force you to incubate certain things God knew what I was going to have to face and what I was going to have to deal with and he set me up in a nurturing environment and you don't just get that naturally, sometimes you have to go through hell to be a good nurturer. When you get through losing stuff and God finally does give you something, you're so glad to get what God gave you. You don't let nobody take this away. You say, oh no, baby, I already been through too much hell. If God ever blessed me again, I'm going to hold on to this. And some people said I was spoiled, but I, you know, I'd like to think that she was careful with me yeah she was he was careful with me can you imagine how careful Abram must have been old man finally had the one child of his dream how careful he must have been with either can you imagine how it must have gone against everything he'd ever been taught when God spoke to him and said take now thy son thine only son and take him to a mountain and offer him up as a burnt offering And Abraham, if it had been me, I'd have said, "Look, we need to talk about this." I mean, I'm 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 religious and everything. You cool? But now, (laughs) I don't know about this burning up my child stuff. This is new doctrine. Yeah, and I don't see nobody else in the scriptures that you asked to do this. Yeah, and so I, I rebuke this. This ain't God. This ain't God. This can't be God. Have you ever said? Has God ever asked you to do something and it cost you so much? You say, Oh no, this this ain't God. Seventy-seven percent of released prisoners were arrested for a new crime within five years. Through our Texas Offenders Reentry Initiative, you can help ex-offenders move beyond their past to a greater level of purpose. More than 10,000 ex-offenders have completed the Tory program and successfully transitioned back into society. I want you to visit tdjpartners.org. You can be that missing piece to help reunite families. In order to be and reach your full potential, in order to become all that God would have you to become, that many, many times God raises you to crush you. Now I want you to see why Jesus did not compare himself with apples or peaches or plums, but he lifted up the wine and said, this is me. But Abraham didn't do that. God called out Abraham out of heaven and said Abraham take now thy son thine only son and offer him up as a burnt sacrifice Abraham went right in the house and said pack the boy some lunch me and the lad gotta go took Isaac by the arm and said come on we're going to the mountain the water where we going daddy he said I'm not sure he said daddy I see the knife I see the wood he said where's the sacrifice Father looked at him and said, God shall provide the sacrifice. Walked him all the way up to uh, the land of Moriah to what would later be Golgotha's mountain and laid him out on a rock and raised a knife to slay his only son, walking in the level of obedience that he knew. And just when he got ready to slay his son, the Bible said God called out of heaven and said, Abraham, stay your hand said don't panic it's just a test I just wanted to know that if I would ask you you would do it I just needed to know that you were obedient enough that if I would ask you a hard thing that you would comply he said look over your shoulder behold I've got a round tied in the ticket You know God's always got something tied up for you. When you walk with him, he'll always keep something on hold that in the time of need, oh, he may not come when you want him, but in the time of need, I wish there was somebody who knew what it was to be going to the laundromat and find a $50 bill tied up in your pants pocket just in the time of need. I don't know whether it was there or God just made it appear, but isn't it funny how God will make a way for you? Joe, I wish I had a witness in here. They put it on sale just as you was coming in the store. God always has a way. stopped in midair and he, and he shows us why he gets elected as the father of many nations it was not just that he was masculine or strong or stubborn or tenacious I can see why God made him the father of, of the faith because Abraham not only was strong and powerful and masculine and tenacious he was something that few men are today he was flexible you could change in the middle of the stream and he could go with the flow. He said if God says offer him up, I'll offer him up. If God says stop, I'll stop. If God says wait, I'll wait. The only thing I want to do is be in the will of God. And as soon as he went through that last test and he proved that he was willing to follow God even when he didn't even understand what God was doing, Then God said, now, because you obeyed me on the first call, God said, I'm going to speak to you again. And the angel of the Lord called on Abraham out of heaven the second time. The first time, stay your hand. Stop everything. A ram is tied in the thicket the second time when God called out of heaven, he said, because you have done this, because you obeyed me the first time, because you and I went through a hard place together, he said, now I'm going to bless you like you have never been blessed before. In fact he said surely blessings I will bless thee and multiplying I will multiply thee now watch this my brothers and sisters because here lies the backsliders dilemma the backslider doesn't backslide because he didn't love God he loved God the backslider backslides because of what he went through in the first call And the first call is so challenging for him. He said, this is crazy. I can't do this. I got to get out of here. But when he walks away, he forfeits his opportunity for the second call. The blessing is not in the first call. The obedience is in the first call. The blessing is in the second call. After you have endured the first call and been faithful when you didn't even understand what God was doing in your life, you suffered a while. Don't run off, backslide, give up, and say nothing to church. Just wait on the second call. Because when God speaks again, he said, now I'm going to pay you for everything you went through the first time for every night you cried, for everything you did without, for every moment you endured hardness. I am going to call you one more time. Well, I don't have time cause I got to go to Atlanta. But before I leave to go Atlanta, I want to tell you what God is saying. The Lord sent me here to tell you that he's getting ready to call you one One more time, one more time. Well, why would you call me again, God said, because I'm getting ready to do finishing touches. I'm getting ready to refine you. I'm really getting ready to give you what I only showed you before. I'm getting ready to give it to you in your life right now. And by the way, that's why the enemy tried to destroy you and knock you out of your place because the enemy knew what I was going to do the next time around. But because you were faithful and because you fought back and because you held on God said now I swear I'm going to bless you. Shout so. Uh, uh, tell somebody I say one more time. Yeah, yeah, that means, that means if you think I'm blessed right now, you wait on this next call. If you think God's raised me up now, you wait on this next call if you think God's done something wonderful in my life now wait on this next call because I've been going through some stuff that you didn't even know I was going through but after this I'm gonna get that thing that's been pressed down shaken together and running over I came to tell somebody today your eyes have not seen your ears have not Neither have entered into your heart the things that God has in store. I'll somebody say one more time. Oh, God's getting ready to give you one more time. He's getting ready to give you one more call. He's getting ready to give you one more blessing. I know you think you're blessed, but you ain't really been blessed. you getting ready to walk into one more blessing. What grandma called a show nuff blessing. Is anybody ready for a show nuff blessing? Oh yeah. And God said, he said I swear I'm gonna bless you I swear I'm gonna multiply you. I swear I'm gonna give you increase. I swear I've been cooking up a blessing. While you were suffering, while you were crying, while you were obeying me, scared to death, didn't understand me, blindly trying to trust me. God said I was stirring up a blessing. And now that you've endured, I swear I'm gonna give you what I was cooking up for you long time ago. Flop somebody and tell him he's been getting ready for you. He's been getting ready to bless you. He's been stirring up miracles. He's been stirring up deliverance. He's been stirring up blessings. And I want to tell the devil something. Before I jump on the plane, devil, you should have killed me in the first call, but it's too late now. I've already been through the fire. I've already, I've been through the storm. And after this, I'm gonna get my stuff. Somebody shout yes. Look at somebody say, it's my time. It's my time, it's my time. My time to be blessed. My time to receive. My time to be anointed. My. To stand up, my time to overcome, my time to win, my time to succeed, my time to be delivered. It's my time. Somebody start taking God for one more time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now what did he say? He said, I'm gonna bless you and I'm gonna multiply. Shake somebody say, God is multiplying now. All of the blessings you had last year, that was addition. But in this year, God is multiplying. It's the same thing. It's just that when you multiply, you get there quicker. And God said, This is your year to get there quicker. Tell somebody say, I'm in a hurry to be blessed. So what God says, He says, through that seed, your seed is going to possess the gate of your enemy. I want you to get this, this blessing is just not for you, this is for your kids too.
0: Thank you, Dad, for that transformational message. We don't have to live our lives on the devil's terms. God has given us promise after promise, guaranteeing his presence, his provision, and his power to all those that believe him. So stand firm in your faith, and everything that God has stored up for you will be yours. That is the promise. We want to give a special shout out to all of our Global Partner System members. GPS partners help us to stay on the air and support humanitarian outreaches here at home and around the world. Their partnerships also gives them access to special gifts, Discounts exclusive opportunities to connect with us. To become a partner, simply text the letters GPS and any given amount to 28950. You can also visit us online at tdjpartners.org
2: trust in God and fight back.
1: Find out that the things are never going to stop coming at you. That finally brings you to the point that you say, you know what, I'm not sure I want to get up out of the bed in the morning if all I got to face is another fight.
2: For your gift to the ministry of any amount, you will receive Bishop Jake's victorious teaching, Fight Back on CD, as well as Family Prayer and Conversation Starters 30-card pack.
1: People gravitate toward people that complete them rather than compete with them. You were you meant to be good at what I'm not good at because you complete my weak side.
2: And when your gift is $100 or more, we will add the triumphant five-message series, Fight for the Family on DVD, Bishop Jake's insightful new book, Crushing, God Turns Pressure into Power, and Sarah Jake's Revolutionary message Break the Flow on CD. My
1: time to win. My time to succeed. My time to be delivered.
2: Build a lasting memory in your family today. If in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. Do you need a vacation?
1: I got just the thing. We're cruising. We're cruising. Get ready. We're going to have a good time. And we're going to be blessed. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for a getaway. Come set sail with me and my family.